2022 ACB Virtual DC Leadership Meetings will be held Saturday, March 12th through Tuesday, March 15th. Registration is $20 for ACB members and $30 for non-members. ACB members were sent a discount code via email. If you are an ACB member and did not receive the discount code, please call the Minneapolis office at 612-332-3242. Registration closes March 9. Visit acb.org for more information or register at https slash slash tinyurl.com slash 2022-DC-Leadership-Meetings. Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. All right, great. So everybody, thank you for another Whole Foundation Presents. And today we have Michael Babcock going to talk about accessible journaling and why we should and why we should care. So that's exciting. We do hold four to six sessions every week and our zoom calls are not always out on the acb community call so be prepared at the end to take down contact information and post session notes are also emailed out to attendees who are on our email list so that's another reason to get on that email list at the end so and today we have uh, several of our sight loss instructors there's myself carrie muth we have Teresa Christian, who is our ACB host. Hello. We have Desiree Christian, our newest sight loss instructor. Hi-de-ho. And see who is, um, oh, we have Laura, who is also one of our newest sight loss instructors. If you want to unmute and say hello, Laura, you're welcome to do that. And I believe Hiel is on this call as well. And so. I saw Ichi here too. And oh, Linda. Hello, this is Hi, everybody. Hi, hello. Hi. Yeah. And EG is one of our board members, and Linda is one of our volunteers. So you'll be hearing their voices more on our calls too. So, hi EG. Hello. <laughs> and we are going to request on the that, board too. Oh yeah, Jean Marie Morris here. Sorry, Jean Marie. And so, um, anyway, we are going to request that people stay muted until time for questions and answers, and you'll get information on how to do that in a bit. So right now, we'll go ahead and turn it over to Michael, and I will go email Desiree the notes so she knows what to tell everybody later. Yay! (laughs) Well, we definitely appreciate you guys for joining us today. Uh, And Teresa, as the ACB host, I will pause here shortly if you want to go over the magic keystrokes for people. And of course, interrupt me if for some reason my audio cuts out again, like it did earlier, because you know, that's my luck. (laughs) So today we're going to talk about journaling. And when I first got involved with journaling, Oh, you're going to hear a lot of stories today. So when I first got involved (laughs) with journaling, it was not because I wanted to. My first entry into journaling was because, and I remember this, in uh, late elementary school, my teacher said, hey, we're going to write a journal. Let's write a journal about what you did over the summer. And to me, that was the most boringest thing ever because my family never took vacation. So I wrote, I woke up, I played with my friends, and then I ate dinner, and then I went to bed. Uh, and and it was that was probably not exactly what I wrote, but that was very close to the text that I wrote. And so that was my first introduction to journaling. And again, it it was done 
with a Braille paper and a Perkins Braille writer and no technology involved. So that that worked out just fine. I gave it to my TVI and she uh, interline printed the content of my journal entry and you know we went on with it. I never journaled on my own until I became uh, air quotes an adult. And so I started thinking about journaling in 2012 and I'll explain why here in a minute, but I never actually took up journaling because I didn't see the value in it. And hopefully by the end of today, I will have shared with you some reasons for you to explore journaling. We'll talk about how it doesn't have to be as complicated as you might be thinking and ways to get journaling done. Uh, Everyone knows that I'm all about multitasking, which means if I can automate it, then that makes things a lot easier for me because when I'm automating something, it looks like I'm doing more than what I'm actually doing. So there's my secret to multitasking. Um, when I got started in journaling, in uh, I got started with journaling for for real in 2017, and then I took a break, and then I picked it back up in this year, 2022, my year of tracking. Again, we'll talk about that too. So in 2012, a lot of people know my mother suddenly passed away. Unexpectedly, I got a phone call on a Saturday morning and it was my sister. And she told me that she had found our mother deceased in her bed. So she went in her sleep and thankfully it was quick. Unfortunately, it was sudden and completely unexpected. I was a assistive technology instructor in Alaska at the time. Best job I'd ever had in my entire life. Uh, My wife, interestingly enough, had flown up to Anchorage the week before my mother passed away. So she got in Sunday night. We spent Monday through Friday together. And then we got the phone call on Saturday. And unfortunately, because of the time of the year, it was September, the next flight out that we could get was two days later. So I decided at that point that that family was very important and I needed to be at home taking care of family and make sure that my little brothers and my sister were all taken care of. Uh, So I, I resigned from my position up there. And honestly, I don't know what I did after that. The rest of that time for probably about the next year and a half, two years, was simply a haze of doing everything, going through the motions and getting things done that you needed to do after a family member member passed away. And uh, well, two years later, I ended up with my little brothers living with me and I was living in Oregon. But what did I do during that intervening time? I really can't tell you. So in 2017, I learned about a tool, which we'll talk about here shortly, that claimed to make journaling very easy and accessible. But while I learned about that tool, I also learned the importance of why you might want to journal. And that is, and and the guy that talked to me told me, he said, Michael, you should journal. And I said, why do I need to journal? What's what's the point of journaling? Uh, you know, I, I don't do a lot of stuff every day. So my journal entries are going to look very similar. And he said, that's okay. Over time, you'll have an opportunity to look back at the information that you've shared into your journal and realize where you've come from so you can realize how far you've come. And I said, ah, that's okay, man. I'm doing this on Facebook and and Facebook's going to keep all my information. You know, Facebook has that this day in in your newsfeed where you can learn about what you did this day because you posted on Facebook. And he said, yeah, but what if Facebook shuts down? 
And right then it clicked with me. I said, you know, you are right. So I uh, downloaded this app that he picked, that he told me about. He didn't know about the accessibility of it. I downloaded it. I entered some journal entries, you know, for a couple of days. And then I gave it up and then I came back to it and then I gave it up and then I came back to it. And then I gave it up again after I switched from Android iPhone to Android and then back to the iPhone. Honestly, because I forgot to re-download it is, is really what came down to it. And this brings us up to about 2018, 2019. And I stopped journaling there again for a little while. And I realized that, you know, I don't really know what I did uh, for those time periods, but I do have periodic journal entries. So where I'm going with these multiple stories and sharing the last 12 years or 10 years with you is journaling is important for you to be able to realize what you've done and where you've come. And you can make journaling as extensive or as basic as you want. You can start journaling like I did in late elementary school with a Perkins Braille writer and a piece of paper, write up your journal. And a journal could be something as simple as I had salmon for dinner, got up early, drank a couple of cups of coffee, went to work, had salmon for dinner, uh, played with the kids and went to bed. Just a quick entry, you know, two or three lines that tells you or reminds you what you did. If you're using a Braille uh, input device, such as a Braille writer, then I recommend putting a date so you kind of know when you had these experiences. And then take that out of your Braille writer and throw it in a notebook or a binder and keep track of those. And that'll give you a basic journal that you can use in order to look back at your life and figure out what you did in 2020 or what did you accomplish in 2021 or of course 2022 because now that's where we're at so that's that's a real quick way to journal uh you you want to do it because the human mind is not meant to keep memories uh as as long as we would like them to and i don't know about you but my mind sometimes forgets the simplest things so i don't expect it to remember everything i did but there are ways, as I mentioned earlier, to automate and simplify the journaling process that you can use to keep an accurate log of what you have done over the last couple of years. And uh, when I was using the app that I'm going to talk to you guys about here in a little bit, because apps make my life easier on iPhone or on Android. But when I was using this app, I kept some journal entries that reminded me that in 2019, in December of 2018 and January of 2019, and it's very important because these, these came up in my memories in the app, uh, I, we, we bought a car and that car was uh, damaged when we bought it. Uh, so we took it back to the, to the car lot and had it traded out because that was not sold to us as we had been portrayed when we purchased it. And that entire experience I can look back on because I kept little notes here and there about what was going on. So I'm going to pause for half a second, take a drink of water. I guess that was more than half a second. And talk to you about uh, two other tools that you can use for journaling. And then we'll get into my favorite journaling app and how you can use it. If you're an iPhone user and or you can do this on Android as well, you can get a notes app 
I don't use the iOS notes app. I use a tool called Drafts. However, you could get drafts or notes and open it up and save a journal entry that will include the last time that the journal was updated, the entry was updated. And you can do that and that works just fine because it's a way that you can uh, keep track, again, of your life and the little things that happen that stack up to make you the person that you are in your life where you are. You can also use a third-party tool that is both free and paid. And I'll talk about those differences here in a moment for this third-party tool. But the beautiful thing about this tool is it will help you with automating what you're working on. So, for example, I use the tool called Day One, and one is spelled out. And this is a free-to-play journal app, so you can download it for free without any uh, paywalls or anything and have one journal there that you can use to add journal entries. And day one is available on the iPhone, it's available on the Mac, it's available on Android, and you can kind of use it on Windows, but it's not natively available. I'll mention that here in a minute. Day one will let you download it for free, as I said, and use one journal to keep track of all your thoughts. You can record journal entries by dictating to them using a Braille input device on your iOS or Android device, uh, using Braille to input text, or you can also use, uh, you can also add pictures to day one. One of the positive things about day one, and I, I kind of experienced this recently, is because it's an app on your phone, you can also set it up to keep track, if you want, purely optional, to keep track of the places that you go. And then later on, you can go drop a journal entry attached to that specific location. So let me start out real quick by explaining the app layout. When you open the application for day one, you see that there are your journal entries in the middle of the screen. These are journal entries that you've entered. And if you haven't entered any right away, then you will see a blank section in the middle of the screen. At the top left corner of the app is a menu button, not labeled as menu. It's actually labeled as journal. I keep, the, Let me rephrase that. I learned this the other day. It's not even labeled as journaled. It's labeled as the name of the journal you're in. So by default, your journal is simply called journal. So that's why the button at the top left says journal. I have a second journal uh, that I use because I am a premium customer of day one that's called weight tracking. So that top left button turns into weight tracking instead of journal. Uh, but if you tap on that, it'll open a menu where you can see your other journals. And you can also see your journal streak. That's when you're journaling and you make some sort of entry into the journal once a day. Uh, right now, I'm on a 39-day streak. So uh, kind of been, been consistent with it, which I'm pretty proud of because I love streaks. Then on the journal app, you also have a settings button in the top right corner. This is properly labeled that you can use to open the settings of the day one app and configure it because there's a lot of configuration you can do. There's a new entry button, a new photo button, and a new recording button. So if you want to just add a photo to your journal, you can tap the new photo button and import that into your journal. If you want to write an entry, you can tap the new entry button and dictate that entry or use the keyboard or a Bluetooth keyboard or a Braille screen input to be able to input that text. 
If you want to record an entry, you can tap the record button and record your entry. Now, one caveat to this, one thing that may be interesting to some people, you can record all you want in a day one entry and it uploads it to the server securely. We'll talk about the security in a minute. Uh, but that's all it does is it gives you a recording of your journal entry and you can play that recording back. If you're a premium customer, for recordings 10 minutes or less, day one will automatically transcribe that recording into text. Not the most accurate text, but it's at least accurate enough that you can read what the recording is about and then tap on it to play the recording if you want to listen to it and actually see what you were talking about. Now, that's those tabs. Across the bottom of the day one app is some additional tabs that... I am frantically looking for my notes because they apparently are the wrong ones. So I'm going to actually do this live with an earbud in my ear. But these tabs will let you navigate the application further so that you can uh, go in and do uh, see what your calendar events are. Uh, Oh, well, let me go over the tabs at the bottom from left to right. So on the left side of your day one journal entry is the... Let me close this. Okay, so on the left side is the entry timeline. That's the main tab that you get when you open your journal app, and that shows you all of your entries. To the right of that is the media timeline. That's the second tab in on the left, and that's where you can go in and just look at all of your pictures um, or listen to all of your audios. There's the new entry menu, which is the tab in the middle of the day one application, which has some important things in it. So we'll talk about that here shortly. But to the right of that is a map. That's the optional location. So you can go back and tap on a specific location that you visited and add an entry to it. And then to the right of that is the calendar because you can integrate your calendar with day one as well in order to uh, add notes about specific events going on in your life. So that's a quick rundown of day one. Uh, I want to go into some of these other options, but I also want to take a moment and let Teresa open it up for or open it up for questions. Let Teresa give you guys a quick rundown, and then we'll go further into detail about using day one and some of these other tabs, time permitting. So, Teresa, do you want to give people a quick rundown of how to raise their hands, and we'll see if we have any questions? Yeah. Should I do mute and unmute too? Yeah. Okay, so if you're on a PC to mute and unmute, it's Alt-A. And to raise your hand, it's Alt-Y. If you're on a Mac to mute and unmute, it's um, Command-Shift-A. And to raise your hand, it's Option. I'm sorry. Yeah, and yep. to raise your hand, it's Option-Y. If you're on the app to mute and unmute, it's in your lower left-hand corner. And to raise your hand, you hit the more button in the lower right-hand corner and then flick to the left till it says raised hand. Mm. And touch tone phone to mute and unmute is star six. And to raise and lower your hand, it's star nine. And we have one raised hand. It's Desiree. Um, just to reiterate why it's important to journal is if you are looking for closure on something and you can't actually talk to the person who you're upset about journal about it it helps if you decide to write a book later on in life 20 years on down after stuff happens i really wish i'd have done that i would have made um for a more interesting book that i wrote and um thirdly if you 
choose not to have kids or you do have kids, um, how many times have you gotten to read, you know, like your mom's journal or your grandma's journal and go down their history? So if you do that, that's yet another legacy you can leave. Exactly. And and I'm really glad, Jean Marie, I see your hand, so we'll calling you next. Um, and, and I appreciate you dropping in with that, Desiree. I a lot of people don't know this, and and so I'm going to mention it now because it's it's something that's recently gone on in my life, and and journaling has helped me through it a lot. Uh, two weeks ago, this past Sunday, I got a phone call close to midnight, letting me know that my little brother, who's 25, uh, was had had been found deceased, and so that entire experience is something that has torn our family up. It's been a, a horrible experience and and I don't wish it upon anyone. But I think a lot of the way that I've gotten through this entire experience and not broken down and just given up on everything, like what happened when my mother passed away, was because I had been journaling it. And next year or five years down the road, if I'm curious, how did I feel when Josh passed away? Like what what was I thinking when I got that news? Because honestly, the second thing I did after I hung up with my sister is uh well I, I talked to my wife for a couple of minutes and then I got up and I dictated a real quick journal entry at, at 12.30 at night or in the morning. And I think that has helped me with processing my feelings and being able to, to get back into real life and make things happen and still mourn Josh at the same time. We have another hand, Jean-Marie. Go ahead, Jean-Marie. Hi. Well, Hi. one thing that journaling can do is it gives me a chance. I started in 1996 because people told me my life would be better if I did this. And it's called a gratitude journal. Um, and, you know, when I started writing it, I wrote things like, I have running water in my house. I have carpet on my floor. I mean, it was like the most superficial, <laughs> oh, I have to come up with three or five things a day, you know, kind of. I don't do it every single day now because I, I meditate and I'm very, very aware of a lot of things I'm grateful for, but gratitude journals can really help you a lot. It mm -hmm. can really change your perspective about things. It can help you find the gift in horrid experiences because there always is one. Eventually it yeah. shows up. <laughs> Eventually. Yep. I know because I've, I've had, you know, several suicides in my family and it's very difficult. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to offer. Well, well, thank you, Jean-Marie. I, I really appreciate that. And you're right. Gratitude Journal is something I need to work more on. I've, I've, I've read about it. I haven't done it. And I need to, to set one up and just make it happen. So thank you. And maybe I will get that put together today. Ron, too, I see your hand. Yeah. Um, am I muted or not? No, nope, you're gotcha. unmuted. We can hear you. Okay. Um, yeah, I, when you said, talked about the uh, death of your 25-year-old brother, mm -hmm. you know, I just received uh, a, uh, a phone call two days ago that my surrogate daughter in Grass Valley died in her sleep the night before she was going to celebrate her son's birthday his seventh birthday and it's wow. it hit and i'm still in it that it's it, it hit as a shock yeah and the body's processing it as a shock before it gets to grief yeah. it's, it's 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 in the stage that i wouldn't even think to journal 
because it's uh, very whirlwindy and confusing mm-hmm. right now. Yep, yep, and 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 I'm sorry to hear of your loss, and it's it's definitely something that once you've you've uh, had time to process things, then it, it can be helpful to journal, I think. So I uh, appreciate you sharing that. I see one more hand. Let's take this last hand. And uh, actually, I see two more hands, but let's take this next hand, and then I'll jump into more about the app, and we'll get to the last hand and anyone else's question. So, Teresa, who do you see next? Oh, no, I don't hear Teresa. Oh, I'm me? sorry. What, what? <laughs> I said, who do you see next? We'll take one oh, more I'm hand. Sorry. And then Linda jump Merriman the after, after Deanna. And, so- and, and Hayal. <laughs> the kitten lined up, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's do one more hand. One of you guys jump in there, and then we'll talk about a little bit more about the app, and then we'll wrap up with questions. So go ahead, next person. Deanna's at the top of the list. So Deanna. Yeah. Well. I still have a diary written in Braille, and I think it's four large notebooks um, from when I was 13. And the first page always makes me laugh when I run across those binders because it says, I am keeping this diary because I want to remember what it was like when I was 13. If I ever have a daughter, I won't be nearly as impossible as my mother is. (laughs) <laughs> and <laughs> so, and I did find a poem in there um, that I remember writing, but I didn't have a copy of it anywhere else. Um, and that was lovely because I actually still liked it. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's good that you still liked it. So uh, we appreciate you sharing that. And we do have a few other hands. If you want to leave your hand up, uh, we'll get to you guys in a couple of minutes. But I want to go through real quick a little bit more about the day one application. And then we'll, we'll take questions and I'd love to answer those questions. So as you might remember, going from left to right on the bottom of the day one app, this is on the iPhone. The layout is slightly different on Android. And I've never used it on the Mac, but it is available. And I hear it is accessible. You have, again, the entry timeline, your media timeline, the new entry menu. That's a good one. The map and the calendar. So I'm going to go ahead and tap on the new entry menu, the center one on the bottom. And you are presented with what I think is a journaler's best friend. And that, especially someone who's new and you open your app and you're like, I just have no clue what to write. I don't, I don't even know. I'm, I can't, I can't do this because I have writer's block is what some people call it. And that is a daily prompt. Purely optional. I go here if it's nine o'clock at night and I haven't written anything. I'll go look at the daily prompt and just answer it real quick. And today's daily prompt is Would you break the law to save a loved one? And after you read that daily prompt, there's an answer button that you use to double tap on, and it adds the daily prompt to the top of a journal entry and it puts your cursor under that daily prompt. So you can simply two finger double tap if you're a dictation user or start using Braille to answer that question and then hit the done button in the top right corner. Uh, it's, it's not directly related to what happened in your day, but it's definitely a 
way to get the creative juices think uh, creative juices flowing and maybe that might start you uh with telling some stories in your journal or just answering that question that daily prompt does change every day at midnight local time so if you're on the east coast it'll change at midnight your time if you're on the west coast it'll change at midnight your time um so that's a great piece of of information there is a, a few other things here there's a templates ellipsis button that means that you can uh tap on it and there's more options in there and you can use pre-created templates or create your own templates. So I was on a day one webinar recently, and they gave the example of being able to create a template that included a spot for breakfast, a spot for lunch, and a spot for dinner. And those three spots, you just fill in what I have for breakfast. All right, I had this. What I have for lunch today, I had this. What I have for dinner today, I had this. And you can put all those in there and just load your meal, uh, daily meal template, for example, to quickly fill that information and, and again, it saves you a little bit of time because you don't have to write breakfast. You don't have to write lunch, et cetera, et cetera. There's a draw. I haven't played with that, but I suspect if you turn voiceover off, you could just use the draw section in order to draw uh, items and add them into your journal entry. Uh, sometimes it's it's good to be able to just sit back and, and creatively let your thoughts flow into a drawing of some sort. There's text. This is the same as adding a text entry. If you double tap on that, you'll be able to... And let me preface this that I should have said in the beginning. If you're a voiceover user, double tap. If you're a non-voiceover user, simply just tap on the text uh, element or whatever we're talking about. When I say double tap, if you're not using voiceover, simply single tap on it. Uh, so you can tap on, you can double tap on the text entry and enter your text. There's a today entry or a today button as well on this menu that allows you to see what entries were entered into my journal on today, last year, 10 years ago, 40 years ago, dependent on how long you've been using the day one journal app. There's a scan to PDF option. So you can scan uh, your you can scan text into a PDF uh, file and attach that to your journal. That way it's still there. Maybe you want to keep a journal of receipts of places you ate, maybe. So next time you're in, I don't know, Baltimore, I'll pick on, then you can go back and say, oh, I, I ate at this place and I had this and this sounds good. Let's do that again. So that's just an example of how you can use the scan to PDF feature. There's audio. There's also photo library camera and video. So you can record audio, you can take pictures of things, you can also record videos as well and save them all in your day one journal. Uh, and, and that's pretty helpful for being able to keep track of everything. And one other thing that you can do when you hit the new entry button, which let me explain what this shows you. This is the new entry button from the home screen. When you tap on from the main screen, right when you open day one, when you tap on this, you are added to an edit box and voiceover tells you the insertion point is at the end and, or insertion point is at the start and you can start typing because there's nothing there. When you're done in the top right hand corner is a done button. Simply tap that done button and you are good to go. Uh, your journal will automatically be saved and you're good to go. Now above the keyboard though, there is a dismiss keyboard and an open metadata button and an add content and edit text button. So let me explain to you a little bit about what these buttons can do and 
help you with capturing more information. If you dismiss the keyboard by pressing that leftmost button, um, and you set this up in the settings during the setup process, and if I flick to the right once, I hear 1.31 p.m., 55 degrees Fahrenheit, and then I hear my address. And all of that information is automatically added to your journal entry when you uh, submit it. You can, of course, if you want to modify what information is captured, uh, open the keyboard and then find the open metadata key, uh, open metadata button. It's directly above the letter T, just so you know. And if you double tap on that, this opens a second menu. Of course, you don't have to use any of these features. It's just available for you if you want to capture more data. And the first thing you land on is the location. And let's say it doesn't get your address right, or you want to change the address of the place that you're writing about. You can do that with this button. It will also allow you to tag it. I admittedly don't use tags. I break my journal entries up into separate journals. Um, full transparency, I got a six-month free trial of day one app uh, because I attended that webinar I mentioned earlier this year. There is an option to choose which journal you want to add this entry into. And I'll give you a quick rundown of the journals that I have and why I might want to change this. And then we'll get to all of your questions after I get through this. There's the date and time. So you can change what day you're leaving this journal on. Uh, if you want to put something in the past to, to remember it on the day that it actually happened, you can use this button to, put, to alter the date. So that way you can leave your journal thoughts and it'll show up in that today tab that we talked about shortly shortly ago uh, when you're looking at your memories. There's the last edited button. That'll tell you what the last edited time of this journal entry was. So if you have a journal open and you left it open, you don't remember the last time you edited it, you can do it. Uh, or you can get that information. There's a weather button. Right now that's enabled because I want my weather captured when I'm recording my journal entries. You can I have this off, but you can also capture the moon phase that's uh, available. You can capture the altitude. All of these are toggles as well. Uh, there's the entry creation device. So right now it says Michael's iPhone. You can mark this journal entry as your favorite. Um, and you can also capture your activity. You can count, ha, capture how many steps you've taken. And that's even available if you don't have an Apple Watch, um, assuming that you've You've gotten that information through your health app on your iPhone. You can capture those details. You can set a specific music uh, track that you want to keep track of. Maybe a song's been stuck in your head. You can add that there, and it will link it to Apple Music. So if you want to listen to it in future. And then you can share or export or uh, delete the entry. And then the last option is done after you've made your settings. So as you can see, you can customize your journal entries uh, a lot. You can add information to it automatically. And... I want to give you real quick a quick rundown of the journal entries that I, or not journal entries, but the journals that I have, and then we'll get to your guys' questions. So I have one journal that's the, my main journal, and it's just called Journal. I should go in one of these days and change the name of it, but that's, that's what I've called it, and that's what it stayed as, and hey, it's working for me. I also have a journal called Recipes from HelloFresh, and this is an interesting use of day one that I didn't think about until I started uh, exploring ways you can get entries into day one.
Now we've talked about using the iPhone and we've talked about using uh, the the actual day one app. But one thing you can do when you are a premium member of day one is you can get a very random email address and assign that email address. Well, you let me take a step back. You create a journal and then that journal can have its own email address. And that email address is very random. Uh, letters and numbers, I, I, I could never remember it, but it saved in my address book. So then that means you can take any email. Let's say you wanted to have a journal of, of receipts, for example, and you can just forward those emails to your receipts journal email address, and it will automatically appear in the day one application no matter where you're using it. Um, and so that is how I get my day one entries into, uh, or how I get my recipes into day one is I copy them from the HelloFresh website and then I paste them into a new email. The subject line is the name of the recipe. And then I send it to my recipes from HelloFresh, uh, journal entry or journal, which is super convenient because then I can look back and see what I ate. And then lastly, I have a weight log. Uh, 2022 is my year of tracking. I'm tracking how much water I'm taking in. I'm tracking how much coffee I'm drinking, which is also just water, different colored. Anyways, uh, and I'm also tracking my weight log, uh, which means that I'm able, I, I, I check in with my weight once a week on Fridays. And I can just open this day one journal in or journal itself. And I say, if I'm up or down, how many pounds it, or how, how uh, what the rate is. So if I'm up seven ounces or something, then I can track that. Or if I'm up a pound and a half or something, I can track that. Or if I'm down a little bit, then I can track that. And I just see in that journal the previous entry that I had, and I can easily keep inf that information saved. I am working on ways to automate this. And if anyone's interested, they can reach out to me and we can talk about automation with day one. The one last journal that I want to create and I haven't yet is a journal. And this might be a little complicated, but I'll go into it real quick. It'll be my social media journal. We talked about back when my friend was telling me about day one and how I needed to check it out. And if Facebook ever shut down, what would I do if all my memories were saved in Facebook? Well, there are tools on the internet. One is called IFTTT. It stands for if this, then that. And you can connect that with your social media networks. But you also can connect that with day one. So I could create a social media journal entry. And anytime I posted something on Facebook or anytime I post something on Twitter or, or any other social media, that can automatically be added to my social media journal entry and saved on my day one account securely because your day one journals are encrypted. And then in the future, let's say 10 years down the road, I'll still get the same experience that I would get if I put everything into Facebook, including the fact that I can say on this day, you posted this and this is what you were thinking because that information is automatically captured into my journals. So I think I've talked enough. I'm sure there's questions out there and I would love to answer some of these other questions. So if you have questions, feel free to raise your hand and we'll do that for the last 20 minutes today. Right now there's two people. First is Hayal and second is Jane Marie. Hayal, go ahead. Howdy. So Hi. great information. Uh, before I ask my question, I wanted to add a, a, share a little tidbit. I was a, When I was a teenager, I uh, started a journal. 
And it was because an, a, a relative gave me one of those, you know, cute little journals with maybe I bought it. I can't remember. I think it was gifted. Anyway, so I bought it. I, I opened it and, and I started just writing it down. And I didn't like Dear Diary. I felt like I didn't want to call it a diary, but it was a diary. <laughs> so I mm -hmm. named it. I gave it a name. I, her name was Sonia. I don't know why, but <laughs> um, yeah. So every journal entry had, I don't think it had a date, but it definitely said, Dear Sonia. And then I just wrote down my teenage angst onto <laughs> these papers. Uh, and and I love that you share this this day one app because I've heard about it for a while now. The thing I like about uh, this is that your relative does not have the, there's no probability unless you're lazy and not secure with your phone of your stuff being read by your sibling 10 years later when you're moving uh, to a new home. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I take it that may have happened to you. With yeah, yes, indeed. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but anyways, I, I, you briefly mentioned um, the Windows. I'm more interested in using it on a Windows and you said there was a little bit of a something there. So could you go yeah. into that? Great question. So adding entries to your journal from Windows is as easy as sending an email, as I was explaining, because you can send an email from anything, uh, Windows, Mac, or whatever. Reading your journal entries, I have not found an accessible way to do that. So adding content to your journal would be doable from Windows by sending an email. And one other way you can add journal entries, and this is new, and that's why I forgot about it. Uh, middle of last year it came out, is you can also now just send a text message to a number in your phone, and that'll get added to your journal as well. So there's plenty of ways to capture the information you want. And if you're on Windows, just create a, a email address for the journal you want to send content to, and then save that to your address book. I use Google as my uh, contacts. And then... Right. And then just send an email to that journal. The subject line will become the top line of your journal entry. And then the body will be added to your journal. And of course, if you want your email signature in there, keep it. Otherwise, just delete that signature. That is way too cool. I love it. Thank you so much, Michael. No problem. Can somebody mute me, please? Yes. Thank you. Hi, it's Jean Marie. Hi, Jean Marie. I think you are next, so go ahead. Yeah, that's what she said. So I was going to be quiet till it was my turn. Um, so you've said about Braille outfits, and this could be extremely obvious, but can you use a Bluetooth keyboard to type? Yep. You okay, can use cool. a Bluetooth keyboard on your phone to enter your journal entries. Shall I lower my hand, Teresa? I got you. Okay. E.G., Yes, I was just going to offer that back in the 70s when I lived in Oregon, I wrote a lot of poetry and I dated it and, and where I was and and it in, in essence was journaling at the time. So my point, and I look back at that, I can remember exactly where I was and what I was feeling at the time that I wrote that poem, which even if it was a stupid poem, it still brought back the, the, um, the, the moment. And I'm just suggesting that you don't have to write complete sentences nope. and you know the gone with the wind novel in your journal it can be short notes it can be short it doesn't have to be anything fancy yeah 
It's it's just getting it out of your mind because as I said towards the beginning, the mind is not meant to hold things long term and you're going to forget it. So uh, coming to that realization sooner rather than later can help you produce a more productive journal. And some of my entry on my journal, honestly, in the last uh, I looked at, it's actually 40 day streak. So uh, heads up to me. Uh, so one of my journal entries in there was just, you know, we had this for dinner. That, that, that was my journal. I didn't say anything else because there really wasn't anything else to journal about and I didn't have time, but at least I had that information. And on, I'm going to throw a random date, January 14th, I can next year, I can look and be like, oh, we had this for dinner. Hey, we're having the same thing. Maybe I should change it up a little. So uh, any other hands? Uh, I'm not seeing any. Are you, Teresa? Okay, well, I am not seeing any other hands. I'm not seeing... Oh, we got just got one. Linda, go ahead, Linda. Thank you. You are muted, though, Linda. I was talking away, not talking to anyone. Um, <laughs> it happens to us all. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I was starting to say earlier is I, I think the prime... I don't journal a lot. Times I usually journal are when I'm upset, and and it's a really good way of diffusing how you feel when you're upset, and it also can keep you from saying that to someone when later you look at. I'm glad I didn't say that to whoever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and sometimes you're well all the time. Your journals feelings don't get as hurt as as the person you're angry or upset with as feelings would if you shared your <laughs> thoughts. So definitely. Definitely helpful. Um, so I'm not seeing any other hands right now. If anyone else has any questions or comments, feel free to raise your hand. We'd be love to. We'd love to chat with you. But while we are, oh, Jean Marie, Jean Marie, yeah. You know, it just dawned on me. You could write a letter to, like, a grandchild for future reference. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. advice from whatever you could write to, you know, nieces and nephews. Um, I don't know exactly about getting the journal from my phone to something else, uh, which is my question, because if I want to send something, you know, how do I do that? So you have that, that's a very good question. You can, of course, leave it in day one and, uh, you know, give... You can pass or protect your journal entries. I forgot to mention that. So if people are interested, or your journals. So if people are with a loved one and they they want to have an extra level of security, you can offer password protection for your journals, which is fine. But to get your journals out of your journal itself, out of day one, um, you tap on the entry and you can tap on that view metadata that I was talking about, the button that's above the letter T. And at the bottom of that, there's an option that says export PDF or export text. And that will make it to where you can email it to someone or you can save it on Dropbox or whatever you want to do with it at that point, because then it's out of your journal. Thank you. Lois and then Carrie next. Uh, hi, Michael. Uh, thank you for this. I'm wondering how expensive it is to... to get the app i tried to go in and mine i have to change an email address to do it so um, yeah so i will get you those pricing real quick lois stick around and i because i don't know them off the top of my head but i okay. will get that information for you and let you know here shortly okay thank you 
Of course. Carrie's next. Hi. Um, I, I will say I just downloaded it free on the App Store, so I don't know yeah. what level that is. Basic, probably. Yep. Oh, you did. Yeah, I did. So you can, you I can download it free and use the free version, and then the paid version, if you want to upgrade and get more features, is uh, thirty four ninety nine a year. Okay. Yeah, I'll use it free as, yeah, to learn how. Thank you. Yep. So um, I was going to mention, you know, a few years ago, my oldest son and daughter-in-law, they had found a book somewhere that was like grandma's memories. Um, and, you know, this is the blind thing. So it wasn't very easy for me to fill this out, right? Because it had a lot of different things. But, you know, one of the things I started several years ago, and it's kind of hit or miss. It's definitely not an every day, not even an every year event. <laughs> I have files on my computer that I've added to like memories with my kids or my grandkids you know, um, notes to my kids for the future, you know, when I die or whatever for them to have. And so I think this is kind of a cool um, idea on a way to expand on that that's going to be a lot more accessible than, you know, or easier, I'd say, a lot easier than trying to deal with something that's not very accessible or just a continual Word document. Um, Yeah. So I'm glad you brought that up, Carrie. So I am an Apple Watch user. Anyone who knows me knows that I use my Apple Watch. But I'm going to share it can be done from either a watch or from a phone. For me, a watch is a lot more discreet. Now, someone made a comment. I want to say it was Jonathan Mosin, but I'm honestly not 100% sure who it was. And that was that a blind person can't see pictures of their little ones growing up. But they can hear recordings of their little ones growing up and hear that transformation as they're growing up. So I have journal entries of my son, Nicholas, and just random conversations him and I have. I'll I'll use the day one app to quickly capture that recording and then save it to my journal. And I don't have to worry about filing it later because it's already right there in the journal. So that that is great, Gary. I that, that's awesome. I, I actually started taking videos of my grandkids and sometimes they're not even in the video. <laughs> yep, yep. But, but you have the memories you can keep when you when you want to go listen to them later or share with them exactly yeah so they they have fun with it sometimes but (laughs) so yeah (laughs) all right great thank you thank you so i'm not seeing any other hands is that no no hands perfect so i'm gonna give you guys a real quick recap and then we'll hand it over to desiree to wrap us up uh so i I can talk for five minutes i'm I'm good at that talking thing i do want to remind people of the ways you can capture information real quick to day one and then give a couple of caveats related to the android application if anyone decides to go look at this on android so firstly uh regarding the pricing that pricing that I shared earlier, and it will be in the after call notes, with Des- which Desiree will tell you how to get uh, after this call, um, is available and you pay it once and you have it on all of the devices that the day one app is supported. Again, Mac, Windows, uh, Mac, Android, and iOS not Windows. Uh, you also have the ability to send those emails in so you can email stuff to your journal. So you can add, again, pictures, audio, video, text entries. You also can add e- add journal entries via email. And you can, again, use the text messaging feature to add journal entries. The last way is if you have some automation set up with your web presence, which can be more advanced, so obviously is purely optional. You can definitely use those abilities to be able to send um, 
journal entries into your journals, and everything is kept secure on the day one servers. Uh, at least that's where I store my information. It, it is encrypted, which for those who are unaware, encrypted means that on the servers, your information is there, but it's all gibberish. People can't just go look through uh, Jean Marie or or Carrie's or Teresa's journal or Michael's journal and say, oh, this is what Michael is writing about because all they would see is random letters, numbers, and symbols. And the only way you can get it unencrypted is if you enter your day one password. And if you want an extra level of security, which is called end-to-end encryption, which means... Uh, which means that the data is scrambled before it leaves your phone and is continued to be scrambled when it is sitting on the servers, then you can also opt in for end-to-end encrypted. I'm not, I'm not journaling uh, secrets that if they got out, it's going to be the end of the world. Uh, so I don't use end-to-end encryption, but it is something you can do. Uh, my data is just encrypted by default while it's sitting at the, on the server. Uh, again, you can access all of that data once you enter your day one information to log in. And lastly, you don't even need a day one account to start with day one. If you download day one, uh, there you, you can start recording your journals and saving your journals. And those are all stored on your phone locally. You need to go into the settings application and enable sync that's uh, the first option that'll make you sign into a day one account or create a day one account in order to secure the information and uh, keep it backed up for you automatically. So hopefully you learned a little bit about why you should probably be journaling. Uh, journaling doesn't have to be very complex. It can just be little quick memories or, or little things you want to add to your journal to remind you about what things were like when you, uh, when you did them or when you you're interacting with your family, and you can get started accessibly journaling for free from your phone, or again, even if you just want to take it, notes down in a Microsoft Word document or notes pad, notepad, my recommendation for you is to journal. So with that, we appreciate you guys for joining us, and I'm going to have it over to... Oh, go ahead, Ron, too. Yeah, I, I, read, I hit Alt-Y, and the hand didn't come up, so I'm not yeah, sure. What I saw was it kept coming up and going down, up and down is what I oh. saw happening. <laughs> so go ahead, Ron, too. Um, my question is, if you download the app and you're getting the free version, mm -hmm. how do you establish an address to text to or to email to in the, in the app? That's a very good question. Uh, texting to a journal is part of the free plan. Emailing into a journal, you do have to pay for that feature. Um, but where you would get that is in the journal itself. There's a settings button that you tap on. And then you can it'll give you the details that you need to get it set up for your texting or emailing. And if you have any problems, reach out and we can uh, help you with that more specifically. Okay? Okay. Thank you. No problem. So I'll hand it over to Desiree, I believe, and she can close us up. And thank you, everyone, for joining us on this uh, whole foundation call. So I'm about to tell you what's going on for the rest of the week with Hall Foundation, how to get in contact with us, and perhaps maybe a joke and an inspirational uh, watch a hoosie. Okay, so what we have going on for the rest of the week, we've got two more workshops tomorrow at one. Uh, Barja will do a session on how are you doing and how are you dealing? That sounds pretty interesting. Um, 
Thursday, we've got another one going from one to two, and that's Hael and Teresa. They will lead a chat all about Valentine's Day. Ideas to make the most of the holiday. It doesn't matter if you're single, if you're what what your relationship status is. They're going to do that um, to get in contact with Hall Foundation. Now, this is the part where you're going to hopefully have something to take notes. Um, Hall Foundation sends out a post session notes and a monthly newsletter to receive them. Please contact us at. Five zero three six six eight six one nine five. Again, the number is five zero three six six eight six one nine five. If you prefer email or web, and that is what you're comfortable with, then it is oralhall at gmail dot com. O r a l u or excuse me, H-U-L-L at gmail.com. And if you want to go to their website, it is www.holparkfortheblind.org. H-U-L-L-P-A-R-K-F-O-R-T-H-E-B-L-I-N-D.org. Uh, upcoming events, we're going to have a chat with board member E.G. White-Swift. He will give us back ground the history of Hall Foundation, who founded it, and how awesome it has been for the last 60 some odd years, which is kind of amazing. Um, Desiree? Yes? Just wanted to point out that all the times you posted are Pacific Standard Time. Oh, yes. Yes. All the times are Pacific because we are on the West Coast, unlike the rest of the ACV community. So... (laughs) Your chance to do math, East Coast. Um, let's see what else. Oh, yes. What is the difference between a cat and a comma? A cat has claws at the end of its paws. <laughs> and a comma has a pause at the end of its claws. Oh, that's good. <laughs> okay, well, that one's good. <laughs> I know. I was like, yeah. All right. Points to ponder. We usually have one, but I found so many great ones that I thought I'd have two. Uh, It wasn't my notes. So there we go. Journaling is like whispering to oneself and listening at the same time. That's by Mina Murray. A personal journal isn't ideal is an ideal environment in which to become uh, in which to become. It is the perfect place for you to think, feel, and discover, expand, remember, and dream. And that is by Brad Wilcox. Thank you very much, everybody, for joining us here. And we will see you next time out there. Thank you. Uh, community calls and Hall Park Foundation calls. And I just wanted to remind whoever is sending notes out uh, if they could review and send out the notes from the seminar last week about the three exercises with mobility, with uh, movement to it. Yep. Have not forgotten. Okay. I'm looking them up right now. (laughs) The um, 
wrong to the cmbm.org website is totally accessible and has all that stuff in it videos and everything give it to me again the c cmbm center for mind body medicine dot org so that's charlie mike bravo mike i thank you 